Who wants, Daddy, who wants a pot of coffee? I just made coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and uh, let's get this started. Welcome to Java Chat. If you guys are just watching this um, on replay, make sure you share this out. Uh, we are doing a series over six weeks talking about how machine learning can help your business profit better using paid advertising. A lot of guys are talking about targeting attribution and things of that nature. That's all well and good, and you should know those strategies. There's one more thing that can actually help you increase your conversion rates while reducing your cost of acquisition, and that's using machine learning. First two weeks, I talked about uh, AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and deep learning. And last week, I talked about identity resolution. Uh, this week, I'm going to get into a couple of the factors that are working against you to keep you from profiting, even with all of those strategies in place. Um, the more you learn them, the better. The more you utilize them, the better yet. Um, once you understand, though, who's actually in competition with you uh, on your profits, you'll understand why this is so important. There are five big competitors, five factors that shape industry competition, no matter what industry you're in, it, it goes across all of them. The first one is known as powerful suppliers. I talked about that a bit in the first two weeks, I'll talk a little bit about it today. <coughs> powerful suppliers are, in the case of online advertising, Google, Yahoo, Bing, uh, Facebook, any of the platforms that you have to go to to advertise your business. AdRoll if you're doing uh, banners and, and, uh, and display ads, things of that nature. The reason they're a powerful supplier is because you need to use their data in order to create a custom audience or lookalike audience. And although you're giving them as many parameters and filters as you can to get the right audience, you're still marketing to an audience. <clears throat> Essentially, their audience. It's their data that you are renting. Since they're in business for themselves to make money, why wouldn't they charge you accordingly? If you're going to rent their data, they're going to charge you whatever they feel is appropriate. And the more successful you get with your ad campaigns, even using the different strategies that are available right now, they can still kick your, your rate up. Because if you're doing well, means you got more money to invest. And it means they get to take a bigger piece of the pie each time. Does it happen? Yeah, happens often. I talk to a lot of business owners that are doing smoking great, they're getting killer returns, they're doing great on their display ads, then all of a sudden they start noticing little ticks, small ticks going up higher and higher and higher, and all of a sudden their two to three cent views and their $2.34 conversions start getting up to five and eight cents a view and, and 4.50 and 5.50 per conversion. And it, it baffles them because they're using the right custom audiences, they're using the right parameters, the right attributions, they're using the right targeting, demographic and, and interest, etc. And still their cost of advertising goes up and it's because you're going back to them to use their data when you use a custom audience. Now, provided if you have your own data, which you should, you should be collecting emails online and you should be using that as, as part of your marketing strategy. That first party data forces them to slow down their, their upticks on their charging. In fact, they can't charge you as much to rent data 
unless you're going for the lookalike data. Now you're going back into their data because now you're saying, well, I have this, so you can't charge me a ton for this. This is mine. And you will display my ads to these people according to the emails. The only problem with that is you only have emails. You're still using the data that's in their hash files from the, from the platforms. In other words, you're still renting their, the data that Google and Facebook and Bing and Yahoo have as far as the behavioral data. And when you go look alike, you're definitely renting from them. So who's in control? You have now a silent business partner that can charge you whatever they want, tell you how much you can spend and when you can display and, and when you can display your ad to what audience. And in the midst of all of that, you have to figure out what message will draw the right person, individual, out of that audience to come to your website and take a bribe, a free bribe, or take an offer, whatever that offer may be. And if you don't know who they are, and they don't convert on your website, and you come back and say, I need to do this again, you're renting their data again. So powerful suppliers are big ones. Uh, they, and they are the ones that are the, the probably the least known as far as who's competing for your profits. Most people don't even think about it because it's like, well, it's just part of the necessary evil of advertising. True, however, there are other ways, there are other ways and means to keep that under control so that your cost of acquisition isn't, doesn't get out of hand uh, and that their charging doesn't get outrageous. I'll give you a second one. I've only got five minutes to do these, so I try to get through as much as I can at a time. Number two would be existing competitors. They're doing the same things that you are. Sometimes they're hiring somebody who's a specialist. Sometimes they're doing it themselves. Obviously, they're going to get in there and try to rent that same data, try to get their message out in front of your, your audience because they want your audience too. And then it becomes a competition there. So you have them as well. How do you do that? How do you beat that? Well, coming out with the right kind of messaging, the right kind of you know super niching down into what it is that you want to be uh, per se, if you're a financial planner, you don't want to just come out and go, hey, I got this killer annuity, uh, and at the same time, I can do financial planning for you. Little overly general versus the person that comes out and goes, there is an actual life policy right now that you can use to create your own banking system where you have to pay yourself back and you pay yourself the interest. If you're interested in this, click here. The difference, I can do your financial planning. I can help you plan for your retirement versus I have a product here that can seriously benefit you, and here's how. So as a, as a financial planner, you want to be able to super niche yourself down into the same thing with mortgages, although mortgages comes down to who's got the better service and who can, who can actually close the loan better, uh, faster with, with the, kind of, the kind of service that people expect. There are still things that you can do as a mortgage professional to set yourself apart from your competition. One is definitely customer service, but two is your messaging online, giving people the right kind of information at the right time, helping them understand the loan process. <coughs> Excuse me which I still see a lot of uh, a lack of rather than a lot of online. I see a lot of people talking about, if you want your mortgage, come see us. We've got the best rates. Yeah, that's fine and dandy. But what about the process? There's still a lot of people not sharing the process of a loan and what people should be looking for when they're looking for a house. Um, what should they be looking for when they're uh, doing inspections? As somebody who's out there to trying, trying to compete against existing competitors, now again, machine learning, how does that help? When you have the right kind of data and you're doing your paid advertising, because the machines have given you first-party data with the right kind of behavioral data in, that, in, those, in those files that we talked about, and if you didn't, go back and watch the first two videos and you'll see what I'm talking about. The right behavioral data in those files, 
you'll not only have the right kind of information to get out to your to your market and to the individuals you'll have it show up right in a weirdly timely fashion where some people will go golly that's karma I was just looking at that yesterday machine learning can actually help get you ahead of your competitors let's see I think that's about five minutes so we're gonna end it on that there's three more I can rip through those next week with you and then the last week we're gonna talk exactly about how the whole process works I think I still do that in five minutes all right thanks again for watching I wish all of you an amazing week and uh, we'll catch up with you soon Ciao for now.